0: Welcome back to the podcast today. Our guest is Raja Ingrangada and she is a mortgage broker and real estate investor in Windsor, Ontario. How are you doing, Raja?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. So what made you get into, uh, mortgages?
1: Um, so, um, I've been doing mortgages since 1999. I'm 47 years old right now. So that would have been like in my twenties. Right. And I am actually, I graduated from being an accountant and I love numbers. And when I bought my first house, I uh, I did my first mortgage with a mortgage broker. And there was an experience there where I was declined in the beginning at a bank.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then when I went to a mortgage broker, Um, I saw how easy it was to, like, I, I felt like I didn't feel good when I got declined and I thought that was it for me, right? Right. Like there was really no options, but then the mortgage broker was able to go to different lenders and explain the situation that we were in. We're young, we're, I was self-employed, um, and he was able to get a mortgage for me. And then, um, after that, I became a mortgage agent.
0: Gotcha. I,
1: I was inspired to do that.
0: So you just you just said there that, okay, first you went to a bank to try to get a mortgage as compared to, then you went to a mortgage broker and they mm-hmm. were able to do more for you. Can you explain a little bit the, the difference between going to a bank for a loan versus going to a broker?
1: Yeah. So um, we deal with banks. So I deal with pretty much all the banks. And we have other lenders, we call them monoline lenders. So they have mortgage money at bank rates. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, just different types of lenders, like 50 plus lenders. So um, in our pool of lenders, a lot of them, like maybe four or five of them are um banks like your scotia bank i don't know if you because you're from the states you're you've got your scotia and your tds and all of that um so as a broker i'm able to understand and know the difference of like all the banks because all of them have different guidelines different restrictions different products and of course if i was working for one bank I would, I mean, I would be paid to push that product, right. Right. Um, But as a broker, and I'm meeting with a client, and I know their situation, whether they had a bankruptcy in the past with good credit today, or if they're self employed, I know, right off the top of my head, because, you know, we do it so much that I know which bank is going to do it. And I'm not going to go to say, for instance, TD bank, if I know they're not going to do somebody that has a bankruptcy in the last one year, like that, that they were just discharged from a bankruptcy. You know what I mean? Right. I would. So if I worked with TD, if that person had come into my office, I would say, "Sorry, you know, you were discharged a year ago. I can't do your mortgage. And then that person would walk out of my office thinking they can't go anywhere else. Right. Right. Okay. But as a broker, there are other options. And I I am finding that a lot of banks, because I get calls from bank managers all the time where they say, "Russia, like, we can't do this deal. Can you do it? And we end up doing it elsewhere. Um, Yeah. And sometimes it's with another lending institution with a great rate. Right.
0: So, you know, and I I think that that's a... um, a big difference for people to understand. Um, and it sounds like, um, you know, as a broker, you have a little bit more access to underwriting and things like that, to be able to kind of talk to somebody and put a face in a story with, with that loan that you're doing as compared to a bank where it sounds like you're just, you know, you're a number. If it doesn't fit into this sheet, then, you know, kind of next.
1: Definitely. Like a big, big part of our job is, packaging the deal and, and putting it in a package and underwriting it and making sure that the lender you're sending it to understands the whole application from A to Z. Okay. Like, for example, I submitted an application yesterday to one of my underwriters where my client had steady income for the past three or four years and then in 2021, last year, they had a baby and the baby was in NICU N-NICU and, and not a, you know, it, the, the mom had to like stay home, mat leave, of course, but the, like, there was a lot of travel because of medical issues. So the dad's income was affected as well. So my, my underwriter and I were able to use the last three years income of for the client, Okay, because we understand what happened in that situation. Where if I didn't put those notes or or
0: right. or
1: or you know kind of painted a picture to my underwriter what's going on with this file, they might have just turned it down.
0: Right. 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 So in in and then it sounds like also as a broker, you have access to a lot more um different products than a bank would?
1: Um e- yes, like th- every bank and every lending institution has different products. They're not all the same. Um, like in Canada for a long time we had Bell Canada.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And now we have all sorts of phone companies. Right. And why is that? It's because there's different products everywhere, right? If if every single phone company had the same product, then there wouldn't be that competition, right? Right. So same thing with lending institutions. They all have um, different products, different restrictions on these products. Um, And it's almost like the stock market. If you do stocks, you know, interest rates go up, like, you know, stocks go up and down. And from my end, if you look at my desk, I've got like um, a screen in front of me and I see lenders rates on, uh, like on a daily basis. And I know if my client want, wants a variable rate mortgage that's opened, I know which lender has that best product that's closed. I know which lender has that best product that will be insured. And insured means you're putting less than 20% down in Canada. Mm-hmm. I know what lender has that best product. Okay. Okay. So there there are so many products out there, maybe like 30 different kinds, maybe even more, that a lot of people, you know, from your perspective, a client's perspective, they think, oh, I I just want a five-year fixed rate. Mm -hmm. Well, if if the product was just a five-year fixed rate, then there wouldn't there would be just one lender one bell canada right 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 mm-hmm.
0: what are what are some of the mistakes that you see people making when it comes to trying to secure a mortgage
1: um i think that when you're just interest rate focus driven mm-hmm. and you're not thinking about anything else that's a big mistake because it's almost like when, you know, I want to buy a car and I just care about that monthly payment, right? I want I want my monthly payment to, like, let's say be $1,000 a month.
0: Right.
1: And then the person will get me that monthly payment at $1,000 a month, right?
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. um, when you buy a car, you're not really thinking interest rate. You're thinking about monthly payments. That's why I brought that example. Right. Right. So, but, okay, so when you're signing the paperwork, um, it could be like a 72-month 72, 72 payment. And right. you're like, uh, you know, I don't want a 72-month payment, but you, you, you wanted your payment to be $1,000. Right. Right? So when it comes to a mortgage perspective, like, you know, point of view, if you're just thinking about interest rate, there are five-year fixed rates out there that are very low that can tie you into mortgages like right now i'm paying off a mortgage that my a client not my client she she locked in a rate a few years ago with a lender and the interest rate was low at that time lower than any other interest rate but paying out that mortgage is costing them $25,000 wow okay so if you think about the rate difference like if if for example let's say the rate was 259 if she had gone with a 2.69 interest rate at the time at the time she wasn't thinking that like two years down the road i want to refinance my mortgage because nobody thinks that but but if if she had gone with a slightly higher interest rate like 269 which you know that penalty today might have been like four thousand dollars. right right and what I do with my clients is I make sure that they understand that all the terms, the conditions, the bona fide sales clauses, there are mortgages you cannot get out of unless you sell your house. Okay. So you can't refinance, you can't take out equity from the home. Um, sometimes a lender will say, Yeah, you can do it, but only if you come back to us. Well, how about if they don't approve you because your credit's not so great? but another lender would, well, you can't go to that other lender until your term is up with your existing lender. Right. Um, so again, these are all clauses that are very important to understand before you sign the paperwork. You're not just saying sign here, 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 here. Thank you very much. And then two years later, you want to, you, you, you're, you get mad at the broker or the bank or because they, you know, right. you, you know, you weren't, uh, you didn't understand those terms and conditions, yeah.
0: Right. I think, you know, I mean, lending, lending, um, mortgage lending in Canada is a lot different than than the U.S. and the fact that, that you know, you're talking about the five-year, you know, uh, notes and things like that where, you know, ours are, are longer terms. Um, but I think the important piece that you're saying in there is that people need to understand what exactly they're signing the documents for and if there are prepayment penalties are there what are those special conditions and things like that because most people don't they like you said i mean they're just going for that interest rate yep i'm good and they signed and then it's after the fact that they find out all of these um, conditions that are put on, yeah. on the loan so it definitely definitely makes a difference so just for the listeners knowing you know Uh, my understanding is in, in Canada, typically you can't get a loan longer than five years.
1: No, you can. Um, I'm yeah, you can get a 10 year mortgage. Okay. Um, and yeah, you can go up to 10 years to get a mortgage. And, you know, it's funny that you bring up, um, because we live at the board, like, you know, we're 20 minutes away from Detroit. Right. Right. So if you look at, if I look at my files, 50% well yeah about 50% of my clients work in the states they live in Windsor and they work in the U.S. like at Henry Ford Hospital and there's IT jobs in the states that they work at and they get paid in American money um and but they live here and they file their taxes here and I find that the ones that that work in the states are not very um they don't really understand the Canadian mortgage system okay And I find that our, our mortgages here in Canada, um, have different calculations for penalties and, um, these, these individuals think that it's a three month interest penalty to break a mortgage. And, and I'm like, no, I'm like, you got to read the fine lines here. It's three month interest or interest differential, whichever one is greater. Oh, okay. So that just means like three month interest. No, interest differential means whatever your interest rate is, okay, compared to again different. Le- all lenders calculate interest differential, in and um, they have different calculations, okay. Right. And some banks will use the posted rate at the time when they gave you the mortgage, which could have been like five percent, mm-hmm. and the discount, the diff, the difference of the discount that they discounted your rate at, let's say they gave you like 2.99, they take that difference and then they calculate what's left in your mortgage. And that's why it could be like $15,000 or 20 or so. Okay. So if you understand the math behind interest rate differential, it'll blow your mind because the same mortgage, and you can do five different calculations, you can get $5,000 with one lender. $15,000 $15,000 with another lender. Okay. $25,000 with another lender, all using the same interest rate discount, like same interest rate that they would have, but how they calculate interest rate differential. It's mind blowing, mind blowing.
0: Yeah. And, and again, I, I'm just going to keep going back to make sure you understand what you're signing. Yeah. And make sure that you're, that your, your, your mortgage broker is thoroughly explaining everything to you before you, before you sign everything. Yeah. Um, so somebody's looking to, they're, they're thinking about they want to buy a place. And, you know, they, they come to you. What are some of the first things you're going to do to, to work with them to get them prepared, you know, to buy their first house or get their first mortgage?
1: I would review enough, like, Talk to them about um, their income, their debt load, um, their down payment, where the down payment is coming from is so important. A lot of people don't know why that is important, but then I get into why. Um, So their income. You make $100,000 a year. Yep, I would qualify for about a $400,000 or $450,000 mortgage. No problem. I just got off the phone before talking to you with a client that was told they were qualified to buy a house of 500,000 with a hundred thousand down. So their mortgage is 400 based on their income of 80,000, which is true, but the client was not asked the question, you know, how much do you have debt, Mm -hmm. right? Well, she's got a car payment of $700 a month. Now she doesn't qualify for that mortgage. Wow. Right? So now she's thinking, oh, I can go out and buy that house. And, 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 and then she'll know after she submits that accepted offer, she does not qualify for that mortgage because, so she's filled out this pre-qual application, not fully underwritten, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like the way we talked about earlier, underwritten with all the details of the mortgage and you won't believe how many people go out put offers on homes and not have like a a a real pre-approval where all the documents are collected um income debt load down payment where is it coming from is it being gifted by parents are you borrowing it from a line of credit you're not allowed to do that unless it's secured against an asset um just all the important details of what can break a deal. Like you think you have a deal, but you don't because, because you, you, you haven't really documented everything precisely.
0: Right. Right. I mean, it definitely going through this and talking with you, I mean, devil, devil's in the details. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, very much. So what are, what
0: are, what are some of the challenges that you're facing with, Um, besides ones we've talked about with your clients and with kind of the economic times now uh, that you're dealing with?
1: Um, You know, this is a very like uh, sensitive topic right now because like in Windsor, for instance, and it's happening all over Canada, um, homes are being listed for a certain price. Like let's say it's listed for 399, $399, Mm 399,000 they're going for 550 600 wow. even over even over 700 uh, two years ago when a house would sell over maybe not two years ago let's say three years ago when the house would sell over fifty thousand dollars it would actually make the news oh, okay wow. it would it would be written in an article somewhere in the wind like in our Windsor Star it' sold this house sold for fifty thousand dollars more or a hundred. Right. Now houses are selling for $200,000, $300,000 more. So inflation is huge and product demand and and supply is is huge right now because of the pandemic. And um, I think the biggest reason is the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just feel bad. I feel bad for first-time homebuyers, for people that have limited income, people that have limited down payment, individuals that have no co-signers, even even individuals that can't buy a home and now they have to rent and and, and the rent. So you've got these investors that are buying these $700,000 homes and they're turning around and renting them for like 2,400, 2,500 a month because they have to carry the cost of a mortgage and property taxes. Right. So, so it's, it's really like, it's sensitive all the way around, if that makes sense.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely, you know, that, that inflation in in lots of times, you know, what I'm seeing with that too is, is that it really kind of, prices people out of living in certain areas, um, and, you know, people that, I'm going to say that make decent money, they're not rich by any stretch of the imagination, but they're making decent money, but because of that, the housing costs and stuff like that is pushing them further and further out, because a lot of them, you know, like you're saying, it's, you know, these houses, the rent that are being charged because of the debt that people have to service, it, it, it's just astronomical.
1: Correct. Correct. And you know what? And, you know, I like, I love helping everybody, mm-hmm. but it really gives me the joy when I can help those people out, you know, um, when, when they can buy a home and can afford to make that payment and those property taxes and, and all of that. And, you know, cause a lot of people don't know believe it or I mean you' you know this as much as I know it. they don't really it's not their day-to-day job to sit down and know how to budget right right And if you can sit with people and show them how to budget and numbers and payments and you can paint a picture for them and give them the landscape of their own financial situation, it's huge. Oh, like yeah. you you can't buy you know it who does that? you know, why would, why do people care to do that? Right. And um, I just, I, I love being that part of that journey.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. it, again, that's one of the things that that makes you feel good when you go home and, and you mm. know when you wake up in the morning, that's for sure. So we've covered a lot of things kind yeah. of quickly through here. What have I not asked you that you wish I had?
1: You know what? I, it's, it's almost like you're putting me on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> I should have, you should have said. Then, that, then that's
0: good. Then that, then that means I asked you a lot of good <laughs> questions. Perfect. Um, so, um, yeah, no, I, I think,
1: uh, I think we've talked. Yeah, no, it's great. Good.
0: good. So if um, any of our clients, you know, like what they hear and they really would like to talk to you, um, about, you know, mortgages and, and, um, you know, maybe getting into some, uh, real estate investing in Canada, how can they reach out to you?
1: Um, so, I mean, I'm in Windsor, Ontario. I do a lot of business in Ontario. Um, I mean, I do do a lot of mortgages outside of Ontario as well. Um, but I like to focus on Ontario. They can reach me at my office, Mm -hmm. um, the phone number, Um, is 519-250-4848. I'm I'm sure you list all that, right? You do? Okay. Uh And then we have um, like a Facebook page, an Instagram page, um, a website. Mm -hmm. So our Facebook and Instagram is shopmortgageswindsor. And then our Facebook page, or sorry, our website is shopmortgages.ca. And then um, I've created actually a private Facebook page that I only invite, I'm letting clients in and referral partners. Right. But if somebody I know or a business affiliate I know that wants to be part of that private Facebook group, I will allow them to go in there. And that's expert mortgage advice with Rasha and Grada. And I pretty much will go on there and just give real news? Cause I find that maybe this is a question you should have asked me. Um, What do you find? Like, like people are really confused today about like an article will go out about interest rates and then everybody will get scared. Right. And it's, you know, it's, it's the news, it's the media. And I go on there to kind of like, give the real news and calm everybody's anxiety attacks and right. you know give them the right information and we communicate in that in that private okay. facebook group
0: that's great good people people definitely need uh sometimes need things to i'm, I'm going to say be put into layman's terms for them so that it helps them understand things a little bit
1: more that's for sure correct correct yes
0: great So, Raja, I really appreciate your time and your insight that you've given us today.
1: Thank you. It was wonderful talking to you.
0: Great. So Mm -hmm. today our guest was Raja Ingrugada, and she is a mortgage broker and real estate investor in Windsor, Ontario. Thank you.
1: Thank you. See you
0: guys next week.
1: This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC.